Hey everybody and welcome back to Send News, the inside gaming podcast where we talk all about video games. I'm Brian, your host. And I am Amir, also your host, co-host. And I'm Connor, friend of the hosts. Connor Schreier. (laughs) Uh, Boys, we got a lot to talk about this week. It's been a newsy week, which is Mm -hmm. good. And uh, first up, let's talk about the next-gen consoles. They're still coming out so far, at least that's what Sony and Microsoft are saying. But now we find out that Microsoft planning some corporate shenanigans. They are planning to kind of sabotage the PS5. They're planning to wait till Sony announces the price of the PS5 and then undercut them with the Xbox Series X. So, um, you know what? But as a consumer, I'm okay with that. Hey, I love it. Listen, if they want to send out a guy in a trench coat to talk to Charlie Bucket or whatever the fuck the kid's name may be who's going to inherit the Microsoft Corporation or PS5, whatever, whatever kind of corporate (laughs) malfeasance they need to get into to to fight at each other. If it's good for us. I was picturing a dude in a suit just pulling a a silenced pistol out of his his blazer at Sony headquarters. (laughs) Oh, no. Hell Yeah. (laughs) What's I don't think it's do? anything. I don't think it's anything that sexy. I think they're literally just going to wait until the public announcement. Like they're just like they're just waiting for Sony to kind of blink first. It's it's kind of nuts. It's just this game of chicken now. Yeah. How long can it last? Like, is it really so simple as we're just going to wait? Like at a certain point, they have to get, call their each other's bluff, don't they? Yeah. Somebody has to say something. <laughs> Dude, or else so. they are both legally free and we yeah. yeah honestly i can I, the way i see it going is i mean wasn't it sony i think it was like the uh wasn't it the release of like the ps1 where sony just went on stage and was like 299 and then like walked off no i know what you're Mike. talking about though um was that the ps2 i think that but yeah it was a real famous it was a real famous one uh, but I, they, I feel like that that's like a good display of their cojones where i mean i feel like whatever microsoft does try to pull sony will just like oh you think you got cojones check out these bad boys and they'll just whip them out drop them on the table and they'll just be like all right all right you know you guys you guys win these uh, these muchachos malo yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh you're right it was the playstation you're right it was the first playstation yeah and he just walked up and said 299 that's so cool i would really like five cost 299 Mm. That would be pretty great. It, it would be cool too if Sony announced a price, then Microsoft said ours is actually a hundred bucks less than that, and then Sony came back and said, "Psych, we really meant it's fifty dollars less than yours." <laughs> it it yeah. would be cool if they like baited them with like the PS Five will be um, five forty nine, and then like you said, Microsoft comes out, and then they're like. And then PS5 is like, I wasn't finished. Bundled with the PlayStation Move <laughs> camera. But we are selling a version. They do the connect. Yes. They pull yes. Out the rug. Totally. <laughs> with an optional cooling finish. deck. In, in, in my mind, these consoles are going to cost $500. Like, am I crazy? That just seems like the lowest... No, I- somebody right. can go but but there's I mean, I'm, a, I'm prepared to spend 500 bucks yeah but there's a report out there that may well michael this is michael pactor um he says though that he feels like they can undercut them by a hundred dollars which is sort of an insane undercut but microsoft is massive you know we're not talking about the two equally sized companies one uh, one is a a normal you know uh multi-million dollar cover well Sony's bigger than that, but Microsoft is worth over a trillion dollars. At, at, yeah. at which point, too, do they 
Because if they make, let's say, the Xbox Series X is $400. I don't yeah. think it will be. No. They could go as low as that, right, though? That's what you're saying. What do they do yes. with the Xbox One X? Like, right. how right. cheap do they make that? Mm. So you as would have to, to cut everything. Right. But how cheap do they make that so as not to cannibalize the sales of the Series X? Because the One X is still a really powerful machine, and it sounds like it's not going to be like, a definitive generational cutoff that a lot of Series X games, at least in the beginning, will be part of the kind of Microsoft ecosystem. And if you want them to look the best, you play them on the Series X, but you can play them on the One X. Like, if that costs 250 or even $300, you are probably going to get a lot of people that are like, well, I'm just going to get that for now. Yeah, but if everything's backwards compatible on the Xbox Series X, maybe you'd rather buy that because it can play all your old games, but you know you're kind of investing in the future i I don't know it is future Um, just a comparison sorry i looked it up sony's market cap 70 78 billion dollars so that's its value as a company microsoft 1.3 trillion so yeah it's Mm. microsoft is many multiples bigger than sony so they're doing Uh, so they could afford yeah they're doing they're doing fine the gaming is just a hobby for them much like it is (laughs) for all of us they can take it or leave it well, it's like whenever, a healthy... whenever I think of Microsoft, I just think of Bill Gates making that machine that turns fecal matter into drinking water. Oh yeah, he was pretty amped on that, and that was yeah. the Xbox and... One X. Oh. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever uh, you ever take a hot shit on top of your Xbox and just drink whatever comes out? Yeah, I, I got one of those E three T shirts. I witnessed the unveiling of the most powerful <laughs> toilet <Yeah>. ever made. <laughs> I drank Bill Gates shit water and didn't get E. coli. <laughs> did the did the Xbox Series X ever have like a game that was just for it? Like this is no. only gonna play so it was all just these play the games but better. It, it was like a four K Xbox. Yeah. That was like okay. the whole idea. Yeah. Which, yeah. It, it I guess it did alright. I don't know. Yeah, I think it I think people like it and it's not so much more expensive that it kind of became the Xbox One to buy. I right. mean, I have a One S, which works fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I like it a lot. <laughs> I I mean, I have an Xbox Series X. It you know, it seems to play Cuphead just fine. So yeah, I don't know yeah. if I if I had to get one of those beefier consoles, I'll probably get a PS4 Pro for The Last of Us because my True. PS4 is a launch model, and I have Same. no interest in an Xbox One X because of my PC. Like That's all the games true. that I would play on a One X basically just forza <laughs> i have on my pc so i'm like why why would i do that what about cyberpunk yeah. though you could cyberpunk i feel like would play better on an xbox uh one x i feel like i i don't know actually i mean yeah gotcha damn i think god i mean i feel like i have i have lawrence's old graphics card so he probably poured some kind of cyber juice into that at one totally so i think it'd be fine <laughs> no he just, he just poured bill gates shit water on <laughs> nice callback that's yeah. great yeah you're on a roll it does uh, it uh, uh, Tim Sweeney from Epic w- went on and on recently about the PS5, saying like its its storage is amazing. It's just gonna sort of set this new bar, even even among PC. And he was saying that loading screens are gonna be a thing of the past. So it's it's uh, people are really really talking these up. Not just you'd expect Sony and Microsoft to obviously mm-hmm. they they've got some machines to sell, but. Uh, I, I am getting a little bit hyped about these, especially the solid state drive to me is, is worth it all by itself. Yeah. 
Yeah, it has to be big though, because like yeah, like I have a solid state on my drive, uh, solid state drive on my PC, and it filled up in a week. <laughs> so like, all my games are on a Same. regular hard drive now. So I'm like, right. all right, because like I guess if I want to go run Fallen Order, it'll go fast. Well, and with these games, yeah, they're getting so big. Like Call of Duty Modern Warfare now is like approaching two hundred gigs. I mean, it's it's insane. It's pretty nuts how like a lot of the games that are coming out now are at that size. Where I mean, if you were to get like a base console back in the day, one of these games would fill that up and then some. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it's just, I feel like the actual size, like the actual storage space, is not growing with everything else. Right. And it's so frustrating. Kind of like our minimum wage. Uh, I'd, I'd high five you, but we're uh, in quarantine, so I'll go to drop so one of these. Yeah, they yeah. need to go back to hear me out. Cartridge-based system. Mm. Just play one game at a time, and if you're mm-hmm. done with that, take the cartridge out, put a new cartridge in. You're off to the races with the new. No usernames, no achievements, well, just the game. Here's what you exactly. do. You do what I did with my Xbox 360 arcade which had almost no onboard storage and you get a 32 uh, gigabyte thumb drive. Oh, right. And now what you see, what you do is you put a a game on each thumb drive and label them and put them in a big binder (laughs) and then you swap them out. Yeah. And keep the license. And then someone steals that binder in college. (laughs) Yeah. And it feels just like the old days. (laughs) You lose your CD case and looks like you're not playing that save anymore. Yeah. God, y'all, the, I don't know if y'all, y'all are too young to remember the age of like the big CD cases, like full of just somebody with a giant folder full of them. I think or we got like, the end of that. Uh, or like people, like my roommate had a, uh, my friend had a hundred disc changer in the back of his Jeez. SUV. <laughs> and so that was, that was our version of the iPod. That's basically. so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I read the tail end of that wave. Like I had a smaller CD case in my car when I started driving, but yeah. very quickly went on to the, the auxiliary cord. Yeah. But Somebody now these, these the Zoomers cord. have Bluetooth. They don't even know what it's like to have a wire coming out of your cassette reader. Bluetooth is the shit. In my van, it has Bluetooth. I just get the get my playlist going, and it the the van somehow recognizes it, and we're off to the races. Yeah, it's cool, yeah, and it works. Yeah, we're yeah, listening I mean, to Poison and Aerosmith all the way <laughs> yeah. to daycare. I mean, say, say what you will about the old way of doing things, but nothing beats convenience. Spotify That's and Bluetooth. Right. That's uh, it's yeah. the best. I love not it's owning any of my music. <laughs> I don't miss it at all. Weirdly, I don't yeah. know. I don't like. I'm not. <laughs> Sometimes the curtain doesn't fall down, but like a breeze will blow the center apart, and I'll realize that I don't own any of it, and then yeah, the curtain yeah. will yeah. fall back into place, and I'm like, I guess I will listen to 17 <laughs> albums this weekend. <laughs> See, I I the, I collect vinyl records, and like. Even like when I'm listening, because my my record player also has Bluetooth, and sometimes I'm like I'm so lazy to put a record on. I'm just like I'm just gonna put it on my phone. Like you know, I don't want to get up and then have to flip the record when I want to change it. It's just right? A lot. Yeah. But it's, it's just it's a, a rem- you know being being able to look at them. They're there. They're there exactly. I mean, when when you yeah. need them, I have more yeah. books because I'm not a very fast reader. But I buy all yeah. these books, and I'm like. And this is my shelf of things that I could read if I wanted to. <laughs> but I don't. No, I always do that. I do, I, I do that with books and games just 
uh, almost like as a my way of prepping. Like, well, one day I'm going to be bored and I'm going to need something to do and I'll have this book or I'll right. have this game. For, but now we're in that future because we're all locked down. That's and even now I'm like, eh, no, nah, I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just going to watch videos on YouTube until I get bored. Yeah, I'm going to watch our own daily over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again until I pass yeah. out. I did buy, we were talking about this before the podcast, I did end up buying Control for a second time. So I have this backlog of movies, shows, games, music, books, and then instead I'm like, let me play this again on a different screen. Um, let's move on. Well, we were talking about Tim Sweeney earlier, and speaking of Epic, Unreal Engine 5 was uh, unveiled. Uh, with a, a, They had this demo I don't know if y'all saw it. It looked oh, absolutely it insane. Real it was great. Real I, nice. I, I, I just can't. Epic is like, I don't know what they are. They're just like, they're going to make so much money off this, off yeah. licensing yeah. this. <laughs> they're on some shit because it sounds like when it's I, usable. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like just scrolling through Twitter and I saw like the first frame of it and I thought I was watching like a hiking video or something. I didn't yeah, know what I was yeah. watching. It <laughs> yeah. looked so real. And then once I realized it was, uh, you know, the Unreal Engine, I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And yeah, we're so saying cool. this as people who are pretty up to date on, you know, the latest sort of graphics or, you know, uh, stuff. Yeah. That, but this just Cutting felt edge. like, yeah, it felt like such a huge leap forward. I, I don't now part of it everyone like jeff Keeley tweeted like this is the playstation 5 in real time you know with all periods after yeah, everything right. to kind of emphasize yeah. it but <laughs> i i feel like sometimes these demos can feel a little you know i i, I we've been burned by this but this real time uh claim before regardless though i want to believe it looks great um and they were saying i think for for like smaller developers it's like free until you make your first million that is in that is like revolutionary that's really cool how i made my first million in unreal engine 5 (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) my hentai shower game looked better than ever (laughs) bill gates simulator 2021 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> never have so many triangles jumped over one chair yeah. i mean yeah that was my favorite part is when they kept coming back to like what you're looking at is 160 billion triangles and i know that's polygons a and, lot and game yeah. dev yeah. speak for like just how much is on the surface of a texture and instead i'm like that is a lot of triangles that's a lot of triangles that's a lot of shapes imagine that many triangles together <laughs> I'm an indie developer, and my playable QAnon Bible was easier than ever to make with Unreal Engine 5. Oh, man. My visual yeah, book I, of Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, know, it's, you know, it's crazy. Like, I was thinking about the. I mean, I've been thinking about this for a while, but I feel like, you know, we only have gotten so many, like, graphical jumps that just make us say, like, holy shit like obviously you got the jump from 2d to 3d that was a big one obviously then like ps2 to ps3 i think was pretty big um and like i feel like now we're at a point where there it it would take a lot to impress us like it has to look basically like real life and i feel like this is pretty damn close like yeah i I thought we had kind of hit the point where like the graphics can't get that much better like we we've hit that kind of ceiling and we have not i was wrong (laughs) (laughs) it it looks it looks really great like 
yes, it's a it's diminishing returns, but I think they've found ways to improve into different areas that will make the overall game better. So, like, I think graphics-wise, from the PS3 360 generation to this current one, a lot of improvements weren't just in the visual fidelity, but also learning how better to use that kind of visual fidelity. So, like, a lot of it goes into style and use of color and, like, actually designing it to look better. Because I feel like you look at every 360 game and it's all desaturated. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, 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 it, yeah, it, yeah, like these yeah. gritty, Very green. And that was the style of the time. But also, like, now we're like, okay, now we know how... We don't have to make the graphics better to make it look better. But the graphics did right. get better, and we also figured out... Every we, game doesn't have to take place at an abandoned warehouse. That's now. right, yes. Yeah. Uh, and this is where we put our pallets, <laughs> and this is where we put our barrels. But I feel like this time moving forward is not only have, do the graphics look so much better. I mean, they look absolutely incredible. But one thing that stuck with me, and Amir, I think we talked about this a little bit in Slack, was the mention of how many steps it eliminated for the devs to bring textures and objects right in to the to the engine that they're making so yeah it's making the graphics themselves look better but it's also streamlining the process for the devs which will make the yeah. overall game better so yeah, like, quality of life wise right yeah. yeah so we can we can to a point only increase graphics so much where you run a ton canny valley or it's just like the hardware literally cannot make a game look better but like i feel like epic really understands which areas to improve to make to game that final product into being that much better because like i mean not that we're game devs because we're not but like there are minor things that video editing you can do to achieve that doesn't change the look of the actual image but makes your process an hour shorter yeah right and right. that's cool to me sort that, of like yeah. back-end tools or, exactly yeah. stuff that we yeah. don't really mm -hmm. think about but will ultimately affect the quality of a game because it's not just about how it looks because people make these games and the easier it is easy i mean more competent it is for the edit the, the dev to use these tools the better the games can be exactly yeah. that's why i should be able to stack turnips by the millions at a time <laughs> yeah. instead of just the way it is it took Rhyme me forever to sell <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to sell four million bells worth of turnips oh yesterday God, brian yeah you are rolling in it I, I don't know what to do with all still i don't know what to do with all this money now i just had like pay the other villagers to have sex in front of me that's the only i'm so bored to the death yeah you're getting into I, I just, dumb. yeah i'm just imagining brian's villager like jumping into a pool of bells like scrooge mcduck style but a frown he's unhappy yeah and just like snapping his neck upon impact yeah i have a my second floor which really doesn't seem like a good idea is like a bathhouse now with like a spa and everything there's a room that is to just a bed with a bunch of cameras and lights pointed at it like it's a set Hell of yeah. a porn uh there's one room that i feel like is really my room it's got a, a writing desk and a, an exercise bike that is not used, a wrestling figure, and a jukebox, and so that that feels like me. Yeah, that's nice. That's not, yeah, yeah, that mine sounds like a very Brian house. I got the second story, and it just turned into storage because now I'm at a point in Animal right. Crossing where I just don't know what the hell else to do. I'm just like, I don't like my island. Just it looks so nice. I don't want to change anything, you know. I like build. It, I've been building a lot of bridges and inclines and stuff. Mm. I haven't really gotten into terraforming, but I might. I might do that next. Oh, terraforming is great. But the thing is, once you 
once you terraform your entire island, you don't know what else to do. It's like yeah, everything has yeah. a walkway. I got sidewalks. I got bridges. Like it's all mm-hmm. it's all put together. Like I need something else to do. Like give me the option to, uh, I, I, you know, like yeah. Brian said, pay my villagers to have sex in front of me. <laughs> That's that's the problem, and that's the wall you hit with Animal Crossing games, or at least I always do. And I'll, I'll sort yeah. of go really hard, play every day, and then it's like, eh, I now think what? I'm done. And yeah. and then I'll skip a day, and then that's it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of done with it. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the point I hit about a month or so ago. Because I really did, I don't, I think it's a good game, and I was having a lot of fun, but I think much sooner, because I don't play a lot of Animal Crossing before that, mm. I, I reached that point where I was like, all right. Now what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a, it's, it's kind of like time, it's like an MMO. It's like this once that spell is kind of broken, you're like, I don't really want to do this. And then it's just if multiplayer. So, it's like Andy dropping Woody on the floor. Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to play, play with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you're done. <laughs> I mean, I, I still log on every morning just to see what's in the store. See, you know, see what's at the the clothing Hit your store. Rocks, and then I turn go off. find some fossils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so and funny. Like, it's, All right, that's it. Gaming so quickly splitting into two camps between like the Unreal Engine five side and not yeah. that it's new, but the Nintendo side. It's just like yeah, <laughs> I got people were comparing like the Unreal Engine five screenshots and then like Paper Mario's coming back. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't wait for uh speaking of what we're, to your point. I can't wait for people to make those uh fan videos of like Super Mario 64 remakes in Unreal Engine 5. Those are great. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Uh speaking of remakes, uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, the the legendary yes. pair of games do, 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 are being do, remade. Do, 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 do. They're coming soon. This this was a huge uh, story this week. Kind of set the internet on fire a little bit. Got everybody all nostalgic. Uh, and set it's coming soon. September 4th, uh, PS4, That's PC, and Xbox One. That's there you birthday, go. Man. Happy birthday. That's my birthday. I'm so excited. And, and Vicarious <laughs> Visions is making it. They did the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. So mm-hmm. it, it feels like it's in good hands. They, they showed a... A, a cool trailer kind of comparing the old get that's always fun to just see how how ugly the old games were compared to modern standards yeah <laughs> although i mean i gotta i gotta admit the uh the like when they showed that side by side the old versions it just it has something i mean the new ones look amazing they look so good but like that old aesthetic there's just something about it there's a charm to replicate. it yeah exactly yeah and i just i I mean, obviously, we'll have the option if we want that charm and go back and play the old ones. But, I mean, either way, the, the new ones look fantastic, and I cannot wait to was do some the, kickflips. Um, which game was the college campus level in? Was that two? I think that oh. was two. It was two. I think yeah, so. I think Far and away two. my favorite, grinding all the way down the parking garage mm-hmm. on the inside yes. tracks. Yeah. Yep. So cool. And such an I, interesting history behind those, too. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is a good point you made, Amir, because I do think a lot of the one knock, I think, on modern graphics is they can look a little too clean and too mm-hmm. polished. And, and yeah, there's, there's sort of, it, it can feel a little antiseptic, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, and especially for skateboarding games, because, like, yeah. you know, like, the, the faces of the skaters can be, like, you know, cold as hell, just skating, you know, just, just a, a completely blank stare. Well, I mean, obviously it's fine, but it just it made more sense on like the older consoles. 
because everything else was so you know so low poly anyway so it didn't make a difference right but i forgot what game it was it was like some other skateboarding game and like the faces just looked so funny because like you know you fall and they're just like just very npc about it (laughs) yeah there's a i'm even i'm playing assassin's creed odyssey right now and i go into the photo mode and her face never changes the main character any of the character models it's just like spear up on horseback or like mid slash or like diving into an ocean it's just like just straight stone cold (laughs) Um, botox style yes not a single hint of emotion yeah. It's like the first Uncharted when it's like they still didn't really get the eyeballs or teeth right, and mm-hmm. you could, you knew what they were going for, but it's like, eh, yeah, you're not, you're not quite there yet. God of War got Use it your right, imagination. Yeah. God of War had those yeah. facial features; they were so good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, even the Resident Evil remakes, like when they're hurt, just like always clenching their teeth, and it's just it's very. It just adds to immersion. I just I love facial expressions in video games. It just like like passive facial expressions it's a nice little touch i think more it's, games it's a do. real subtle way to show that you put a lot of work into a game I exactly think, too. um but as far as tony hawk pro skater one and two the remakes uh it sounds like they are really trying to get this right in terms of the way they handled uh jen o'neill the studio head said they've sort of got some of the original handling code they've got some from the uh, og developer they got some staffers from there on the team so i you know it looks like they're doing their due diligence and putting a lot of tlc into it could i say more cliches in that sentence i don't think so but um yeah i I don't know it looks fine you know nostalgia is a powerful thing and this is nostalgia for i don't know not that long ago but in video game years it's forever ago oh yeah Uh, absolutely i mean mean, god when did when did the first uh two come out like Mid-1965? <laughs> yeah. <I think. laughs> uh, it was right after the Beatles came to America. Mm. Right. Uh, right around the debuted, It debuted on... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Although, Vicarious Vision seems to understand that it's more than just nostalgia. It is nostalgia for that game, but it is... The first one was in 99. 99. Oh, okay. okay. That checks out. It's, it's yeah. more than just for that game. It's for that experience exactly, precisely. Because, like, we talked on the Daily about the other Tony Hawk HD, which tried to capitalize on just the feeling without actually doing the game right. Mm Because people can, I mean, people are very nostalgic, but they can also smell bullshit very quickly. So Right, right. And if they feel like that nostalgia is being taken advantage of, they will revolt. Yeah. Which happens more often than not. Right. I mean, certain fan bases have more of a palette for <laughs> straight nostalgia yeah. than others. Uh, I won't say anything more because I don't want Marvel fanboys in my inbox. But <laughs> I do think it's cool that Vicarious Vision VV is doing like taking stuff from the original engine like down to the exact dimensions of, of rails mm-hmm. and ramps. It's yeah, cool. and, and they've got some some old Neversoft staffers. They said all the levels are going to be there, all the secret levels, the skaters. They said most of the music, not all. Um, so I, I think they're being as faithful as they possibly can be. And yeah, it's it's fun. We've had uh, we've had some really good remakes, uh, you know, recently. I mean, the 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 Resident Evil games have been good. Uh, Crash was good, you know. Uh, so. 
Yeah. So everything, you know, if it's 20 years old now, it's, it's, it's ripe to be mined for a remake. Totally. And can I just say, if these do really well, uh, sales wise, I'm going to need a thug one, a thug two and American. Yeah. I need yeah. all of them in, d- injected directly into my veins because like Tony Hawk, like, I mean, uh, pre five, pre project eight, pre, what was it? Ride where you get like the actual physical board on the floor. Oh yeah. They like, had one of those at my goodwill. I almost yeah. I came this close. I came this close. <laughs> Yeah, it it wasn't worth it. But I mean, I feel like all they have so many great games that they could bring to a modern audience because obviously people are there. You know, a lot of people are craving like a new skate, right? And obviously, skate refuses to fill that void. So right. maybe you know, <laughs> the Hawkster can do it. I don't know. I mean, got a I, lot of good games I, they can rehash. I also like uh, that they're announcing this this remake, but that it's going to be available relatively soon. So mm-hmm. just in September, not that far away, they announced uh, this is not a remake, but the new Paper Mario, the Origami King. It's going to be out July 17th. So that's like two months away. I, I, I would much rather developers do that than just release something and say, here's what we're working on. See you in a few years, you know, like Elder Scrolls six. They recently said, don't, you're not going to hear anything for years <laughs> yeah. on this. So like, don't, don't even tell me about it then. I like, yeah. They did that. I feel like in recent memory, that trend kind of was made even more popular by fallout four, which they were like, here's mm. the game. It's out in four months. It's like, yeah, yeah great. Do more of that. Yeah. Death stranding was like, a five-year lead-up, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Cyber Cyberpunk's yes. been forever. Jesus God, yeah. Like, oh yeah, that trailer dropped in twenty oh eleven, I think. Yeah, 13? I think it was. Yeah, a, it was like a that. long time ago. A long yeah. time ago. And, and, yeah, I but like now I, I think it's smarter. Sorry, but with the coronavirus and stuff, I mean, who knows if it's <laughs> if it's too far out? You might it might be. You might think it's going to be out in twenty twenty one. You might be looking at five years instead of one. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah, and I, th- I think a shorter, a shorter hype window, if you want to call it, I think it's a lot better. Just because, like, you know, people are able to kind of hold on to that in their minds and like yeah. have something to look forward to. Right. Because, like, right. If, if if I, you know, if I see a trailer for a game that I'm like super into, but it's not coming out for a year, two years, whatever, I literally throw it in the recycling bin in my mind, and I don't think about it until the next trailer. Like, I don't even, I don't get hyped for it, and then sometimes I don't even buy the game because I'm like, oh, I'm already over it. Yeah. So I think having a shorter hype window is a lot better. Yeah, I, I, I like it too. Um, okay, and let's get to our last story. And this is about Ninja, everybody's favorite Fortnite streamer. I know you guys uh, watch him constantly. I certainly uh, do. Doing a default yeah. dance. <laughs> Not seeing enough movement. It's an audio medium, Amir. <laughs> so I don't think they ever, I don't think we ever figured out or it was reported how much money he got to jump ship to Mixer, but it was, uh, you know, it was nine months ago, give or take, or roughly nine months ago. And I saw an interesting thing um, from uh, Windows Central, uh, Jez at Windows Central dug this up uh, and found a, a report from Stream Elements, basically like, uh, showing how much streaming is growing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, over the pandemic and year over year, it's insane. Twitch has grown like a hundred percent. Facebook gaming has grown like over 200%. YouTube wow. is up like an insane, like double digits mixer 0.2%. Like <laughs> feels he like has error. not helped them at all. Right. Right. It, it, it he has not helped them one bit. I mean, I'm sure he's, you know, he's got 3 million subs, but I, I'm wondering if they wish they had their money back at this point. 
Yeah. Well, again, I mean, it is Microsoft, $1.3 trillion. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, what, I, I'm not super invested in the streaming world because I didn't even hear about Mixer until Ninja joined. I mean, what were they popular beforehand or like what was. No, they were a service called Beam, B E A M, Beam, like Beam Me Up. But, but, uh, it didn't, I think Microsoft couldn't get that like trademarked everywhere. So they changed it to Mixer. Mm-hmm. But it, this just has all of the earmarks of a, 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 uh, an abandoned Microsoft project. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where it's like technically sound because apparently it's a good service, like latency wise and the features it offers. And it's like in a lot of ways on a technical level, superior to Twitch, right. but losing that like initial boost or the yeah, the public yeah. opinion it's like you brian yeah. you you wrote into the daily today that it's like the zoom of streaming services which is yeah. so <laughs> apt <laughs> there, there's famous things the, the tech graveyards are full of uh, products that were technically superior but but still you know uh, even back to the days of uh, betamax tapes versus mm-hmm. vhs the quality was so much better in beta but a vhs tape you could fit like five hours on and everyone was like oh well we want that then. right and, and they just went with it people like convenience and the yeah. zune was great <laughs> son of a bitch did you have one <laughs> of course i had one do you know me yes i live awesome. for bastard <laughs> bastard hardware that nobody loves anymore got a pebble yeah, watch seem, right here that like I'm a... trying to relink to my my pixel 4 <laughs> another phone people don't love there's no you worse you feeling seem than like yet. A, You definitely seem like a Zune and a Pet Rock kind of guy. No Pet Rocks. And maybe some Heelys. No Pet Rock. Oh, okay. I mean, one and the same, let's be honest. I, I wonder if... But I wonder if this kind of exposes like the whole star streamer thing a little bit, though, because it's like they feel like a mixer feels like a losing baseball team that went out and spent a bunch of money on like a big hitter, like a free agent and paid him. And they're like, oh, we're still in last place because we have no pitching. We have no defense. You know, all this other stuff. That's that's what it feels like they did with ninja and good for him i mean i guess he got paid but yeah it it feels like people are still on twitch you know uh, watching whoever Uh, it it doesn't seem to have slowed their momentum at all these companies almost and i know i know the feeling but they seem to assume it's like well if we can we deserve to be able to carve out a space in this when even like consumers aren't really asking for an alternative Right. I mean, it doesn't need to. Yeah, no. there don't need to be five different streaming right. services. Right, and that's not even saying another one shouldn't exist. It's just that if people aren't asking for it, you can't right. force your right. place into this ecosystem. Right, right. Especially if you're not providing anything different. Yeah. Like, if it's just another so, streaming service, oh, but we have Ninja, it's like, okay. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> cool. 18 more Ninjas every minute now. Y- yeah, right. exactly. I feel like it's it's kind of similar to... Uh, GameStop bringing Reggie fils onto their sinking ship. <laughs> totally. There's got to be yes. some, some parallels there, right? No, but they wanted to make a headline, and I'm sure with Microsoft, and they did make headlines. Congratulations. It didn't oh, yeah, translate into anything, you know? Mm-hmm. But yes, the world for a day or whatever, at least the gaming world, that was a huge story. Ninja goes to Mixer. Wow. And I, But it, yeah, it seems like, for whatever reason, they aren't able to just keep and hold viewers. And... and Again, this is when everyone, or at least a lot of people, are stuck at home streaming. 
this should be your time if you're a, a streaming dunk. platform. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, the world, the whole, any part of entertainment really like hasn't learned its lesson that like you can't just get one thing like a person that everyone loves and then yeah, post on yeah. that all the way yeah, it's like um right, right it's like that second jurassic world movie it's like we've got jeff goldblum <laughs> now and then like the movie came out and every single review is like this sucks <laughs> this movie's yeah. bad <laughs> right like, we're yeah, gonna I, do speed two without keanu reeves right yeah, yeah. but we still got the whole speed part and it's like <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I never really could get into Ninja. Um, I think we're a bit old. I think we're a bit old, and I think I, it, I was a bit, found it a bit irritating, just speaking mm. from personal experience. So, like, when he switched to Ninja uh, to Mixer, I was like, wow, that's big. But I was like... I'll be up front. I, I find Ninja extremely annoying, and I think his whole brand is just stupid. I find his whole shtick pretty grating, yeah. I think yeah. all those guys, what drives me crazy, it's like, okay, you're streaming, you're streaming games for children, fine, whatever. <laughs> but when they, when they decide they want to branch out and get into comedy or like doing like sketches or, or anything, it's like, no, 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 no. Stay in your goddamn lane. Like, yeah. because it's just the shittiest, most like high school assembly style humor. Right. And it's uh, the same joke and, and for seven just, minutes. Right, and just full of mugging and sound. Oh, I just fucking and then, but then we have to act like this is some amazing talent because they've yeah. got you know a million followers. Yeah, Everybody how long until Ninja starts acting? Oh man, how long until Ninja gets into acting? I could totally see him doing like some Disney Channel original movie, but he's like able to play like a nineteen-year-old even though he's in his thirties. Oh, see, I would just imagine him in a cameo on a Disney show, and the kid's like, oh, my God, are you Ninja? And he's like, yeah, and the studio audience just screams. Yeah. Well, and, no, and then they all they start default dancing together and yes, flossing. Yes, yes, yeah, except it's it's definitely Nickelodeon, because I feel like that's yes, the, that's yeah, the yeah, yeah, switch yeah, yeah, to Mixer yeah, yeah, jump. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's and true. then and then mix and then ninja goes hey kid catch and he throws his sweaty blue headband <laughs> at the kid and the eight-year-old grabs it that, yeah. the eight-year-old might be a little old for ninjas uh, jessica audience, why is my towel so blue and then ninja comes out of the shower with another one around his neck he's like uh hello <laughs> and then the audience erupts in laughter then they put up the wrong cue card for the audience and everyone goes ooh <laughs> <laughs> uh, living with ninja is filmed in front of a live studio audience and that's just him like screaming obscenities ninjfeld and I tuned in once to one of his streams early ninja I guess you could say Fortnite was still very popular and he was like hey what's up guys oh you want me to do Family Guy, Family Guy impressions. Okay, uh, oh, Lewis, no. and I was like, ah! no, no way, <laughs> just really? ripping my God. skin off. And he was like, Lewis, oh, fuck. And he said more things than Lois, but he did a bunch of like Stewie and Peter Griffin, and I was like, I want to oh. jump off a cliff. Oh, he was Family in Guy full. He was in full entertainer mode. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Jeez, Family I, Guy I, Impressions um, is lowest common denominator comedy. Yeah, yeah even yeah, do yeah. American uh, Dad. Maybe I'll give you a little bit of an inch. Yeah. yeah exactly. Does he have a Does he have a Christopher Walken on deck? He could uh, do. That's something we need. I don't know. Yeah, people who have never seen Christopher Walken in a movie. 
I saw him when I was uh, sort of researching the story uh, for the daily. I went on his, his mixer uh, page just to see how many subs he had, but then I left it open. And so it was, he started streaming cause he's always streaming. Like he streams 24, yeah. but he, he barely talks now. I mean, he's just, you know, he's, he's about his business. Um, just a warm just, body in a all, chair. It's all shop talk now. And he is very mm. good at video games. Yeah, wasn't I mean, he like, like a Halo pro or something back in the yeah, day? Yeah, he was. He was an esports pro before like anyone before all the VC money came flooding in, I think. Right. Mm. And like I've seen clips where he's playing and I'm like, I don't even play Fortnite and I I can tell this is incredibly impressive. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's good. But I mean like He's just fucking annoying. <laughs> this is only downfall. <laughs> Like, just be good at video games. Just don't be so goddamn annoying. Well, Sorry. Okay. I, I know that that's mean. It's just, I see I see his face on Twitter. I'm just like, I don't, I don't no, please. I, I don't <laughs> want anybody sharing, retweeting anything ninja. I don't want to see him. I, I saw him on, I was on ESPN and they had, I forgot what it was. It was all these athletes like Michael Jordan, somebody. I don't know if it was an ad for shoes or for what, but at the end, so it was all in, in like uh, vertical lines and then ninja was at the end. It's oh. like, what the fuck does he Was it he the We're All Gamers God. thing that HyperX No, does? It, okay. it was some sort of clothing thing or something oh uh, we're the we're all gamers so like one is an insane is a is a pretty wild uh, campaign because it's like this like hyper stylized animation of joel Embiid of the sixers and shroud and post malone <laughs> and it's oh like we're God. all gamers and it's like wow <laughs> i mean it, i get the message but also i'm like what an eclectic group you've brought together <laughs> You're t- did, did you feel Wow, you're telling me a bunch of men in their 20s and 30s play video games? Holy <laughs> shit. What do you mean Dylan and Cole Sprouse are gamers? All right, um, let's get to the questions. But before that, we have some sponsors to shout out. And first of all, thank you guys very much for sponsoring us. Our first is from Bespoke. So now, guys... What is Bespoke Post? Let's talk about them. If your mailbox is anything like mine, 90% of the time, it's a fairly depressing place. Um, it's so depressing. Political flyers, utility bills, unholy amounts of coupons. There's some sort of free newspaper. But once a month, I do have a reason to be stoked, and that's because of my box of awesome from Bespoke Post. They, I got one. It was like it had like a knife. I was like learning how to like do guy stuff. There was like a knife and a holder and stuff. It was so. It was just. It was awesome. I just. But that was the first thing I thought. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month, and no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered from style and grooming tools to barware, grooming goods. Excuse me, to barware, cooking tools and outdoor gear. Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. Um, I was looking, they had like a, like a bar set on their website. Oh. It looked so cool. It, it reminded me to think like, I need to make classy drinks. I need to be an adult, not just drink, you know, beers out of the can. All Shove the a whole line into one Modelo. <laughs> right. Maybe I'll be classy and make a martini or something, oh, but yeah. to get Suck started, kind of boy. yeah, exactly. All right. Here's what you do. Take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up. You can skip a month, cancel anytime. Each box, only 45 bucks, but 
over $70 worth of gear inside. That's called the deal right there. Now, here's what you do. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter the code SENDNEWS, that's S-E-N-D-N-E-W-S, at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. Code SENDNEWS for 20% off your first box. I mean, that's awesome. It, it is really like a cool, nice. if you're into like like outdoorsy stuff, if you need a little help on your grooming, you should really check it out. It's worth it. Um, and now to our next one. We got two sponsors, boys. Uh-oh. We're killing it. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. They're everywhere. Uh, we're just racking in the money. <laughs> raking in, not racking in the money. Rack them. Both, both let's talk. Acceptable. Guys, let's talk about your skin. Ooh. We're quarantined. Um, it's no secret. We can get a little lax in our grooming. Maybe you're skipping a day bathing. Maybe you're not. Uh, maybe you're just neglecting oh, yeah. your skin. Maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe you're just splashing water on your face. That doesn't work anymore. Here's the cold, hard truth. Yeah, guess what? Your skin has needs. If you want it to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you need to address them now. We get it. You might not know where to start, but there's a company that has taken out all the guesswork for you. Lumen. I got some Lumen. I am, you know, I forget to moisturize. I need to moisturize more and I've been using it. It's great. Like it really, I I should have been doing this for 20 years, literally. Uh, Lumen is on a mission to give men the most amazing skin they deserve. The most amazing? Yeah, it's most amazing. Yeah, it's It is the largest organ. We should begin to treat it as such. <laughs> That's true. My grandmother Very used to true. say your skin is your first line of defense. Now, she was talking about disease, but they're also talking about looking good. And then she said, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Lumen does this through high-quality, expert-created products delivered right to your door. All their products formulated specifically for men's skin and made to target skin issues with maximum efficient, maximum efficacy. Ooh. Using Ooh, top-notch ingredients like charcoal, green tea extract, vitamin C. Again, with the moisture, like I have really dry skin and it can get a little splotchy, a little pat. It gets, it gets embarrassing, so I do have to moisturize. Lumen Skin, their moisturizing balm, awesome. I loved it. Even if you have no idea where to begin, they make it so easy to find the right skin care management system for you. You can choose from different skin concerns to address or pick up a simple starter pack for free. You deserve to look and feel your best. And here's where to start. Go to LumenSkin, L-U-M-I-N-S-K-I-N.com slash SendNews to get a one-month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home. That's LumenSkin.com slash SendNews to get your first month free. LumenSkin.com slash SendNews. So thanks to both of those sponsors. We love you. Guys, now let's do the Thank questions. Thank you, sponsors. I'll just say real quick, fellas, if you're not doing a face wash, you're missing out on an incredibly satisfactory sensory yes. experience. Yeah, a little on scrub. Of, yeah, yeah, on the levels of mm-hmm. like shower beer, of like feeling refreshed. Mm. And like, <laughs> oh, if yeah. you're not, because I got, they Tell me, me more about too. these I've shower got the charcoal beers. cleanser. And like, if you're feeling like, I got to I gotta do something with my day right now. I'm feeling out of whack, but you don't want to drink any more coffee. Boom. It's like, a, it, it feels great. <laughs> And there is a psychological boost, I think, too. Like, oh, I just moisturized today. I just did a little charcoal scrub. Guess who's guess who's got their stuff together? Look good, feel feeling good. good. It's yeah. real. So yeah, so real. stop uh, stop rubbing bacon grease on your faces and do a face wash. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of you can do both. Just use our code to get lumen. 
You got to get a <laughs> yeah. regimen going, though. You really do. And it, it, honestly, right. the younger you start doing it, good habits. You got to do that. You got to mm-hmm. exercise. It's going to pay off later down the road. Don't end up like your Uncle Brian. Be better than me. <laughs> That's all naughty. I wanted for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at us. You know, we, we get comments on the dailies, you know, like saying that we're 14 years old. Guess what? We're not. <laughs> we just look good. Yeah. That's the kids. Exactly. Well, I mean, you, you guys do. I should probably correct that. All right, let's go to the questions. So um, we got some good ones. We I feel like these have been uh, pretty solid. Um, let's see. Folks are on fire. Okay. This is from Fuck It, comma, Hobocop. <laughs> do, you, nice. do you guys have any gaming niche, niches or anything oddly specific you like? Oh. And then he gives an example, which really helped me. Personally, I love those assassin target trees in games. Games like Mercenary Series, Shadow of Mordor or War, Mafia 3, Assassin's Creed Odysseys, Mercenaries and Cultists, The Godfather 2's Rival Dawns. Hmm. Oh, good question. Let me think about this. I do like those systems. Playing playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now, the mercenaries are fun. Uh, they kind of did a spin on the Shadow of Mordor Nemesis system, but like it is, I think Nemesis system was great because like the same kind of enemies come back and you start to like form like a not a rapport because they're trying to kill you, but a relationship <laughs> of sorts with this like Very nice NPC basically and like. They were great because they always had different like aspects, like afraid of bees or like gets enraged if you sneak up on them. So that was good. That's not mine. Has but hemorrhoids. I do, like, agree. Uh, for me, two words: chess combat. Chess combat, baby. Chess combat. Uh, chess combat. Is, uh, like, are are you talking about those? Uh, uh, what are those? Those auto chess games? No, no. So uh, back on the GameCube, I think it was Mortal Kombat deception it had a mini game called chess combat and uh, i i actually i bought a gamecube and that game recently and i've been playing it again because uh, you know quarantine what else am i gonna do yeah. uh so yeah chess combat it's literally just chess once your pieces cross you, you fight and it's fucking amazing i love it i wish they would do more of it um yeah chess combat i like um i like any game where you have a pet and you can kind of send the pet out to to do your dirty work for you. Mm. Um, so, like, I liked the pet character in Borderlands Three. Um, uh, there's some others, just uh, but anything where or, or you can use the pet to kind of pull a mob toward you. That it's always very satisfying to me. And, and ideally, I can get the pet to tank, and I can just kind of sit back and you know do ranged attacks. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm. I, yeah, I don't really play with companion characters or stuff a lot, but I, I feel like I'm missing out on stuff. So maybe I should change it, my approach. And, Get a carrier um, pigeon and attach a machine gun to it. Just send it off into the there wilderness. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Just a little minion. I like having a yeah. little minion. Also, like- I'm, I'm just like, uh, any kind of collectible card game, like mm. uh, this sort of deck building stuff, and there's a mm. million of them now. I think, I think the genre is getting a little flooded, but uh, I, I still will try most of them just to see. Yeah. Something that I really, really like uh, and will enjoy coming back to is it happens, you know, in a lot in immersive sims and stuff where you can find the other way. There's multiple paths through a room. Depending on what abilities you have, it's basically can boiled, be, be boiled down to finding that vent that goes up into the scaffolding or the catwalk yep. above. Mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. sometimes you can see it as, like, avoiding um, a conflict, which is exactly what I'm doing a lot of the time, but games will also reward you for like i'm a i'm a i'm a real slut for arcane i love prey i love dishonored 
and uh, one of one of the prey devs recently, I had an interaction with him on Twitter, and I was thrilled, absolutely, <laughs> just awestruck. But like that, those games are really great. At, like, well, you can level up and fight with the wrench, or you can yeah, get a cycling yeah. grenade, which will yeah. take the cabinets blocking an alternate route and turn it into resources. So you can get stuff and upgrade weapons and find a different path without having to brute force your way through stuff. It's basically like mm. the spatial equivalent of leveling up your dialogue in an RPG. Yeah, it, it that and that's a much tougher job on the developer's end, but when they do it right, it's great. Because yeah. it, it does give you that feeling of freedom. I, I think, like, that's what I always think. And not, not the exact same thing, but Breath of the Wild, I felt like, had a good uh, system of you could you could you could approach problems many ways. Like you could, you could burn it, burn up the grass and uh, kill enemies that way. And just, uh, I like anything where I feel like I have real kind of freedom of movement. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, okay. Let's move on. Craig asks, what IP from books, movies, or TV would you love to see turned into a video game? Um, I like fantasy wise wheel of time. I thought was such a cool, uh, concept uh, and uh the the it had the system if you haven't read the books where uh there were uh, there were male magic users and uh and lady magic users but the male half of like magic was like tainted and it made them all go crazy and so uh all the males were sort of either like they had to basically be uh, cut off and and uh, I think they called it gentling or something like that but basically cut off from the magic supply or they'd have to be killed because they were all going to go crazy and there was this sort of prophecy involved it, it just a real cool you know just fantasy universe I've always wanted that to uh, be turned into a game Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> and, have you seen I'm, that I'm video? Being, yeah actually that's, that's why I bring it up because I saw that trailer <laughs> I, I mean the mock trailer for those that uh, those pixel artists who yeah. uh, want to make like a, a Seinfeld game, I'm totally here for it. Point and click adventure. There's Seinfeld, also a Seinfeld or the Office. Doom mod. Yeah, which is really, I have seen that. Really funny. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah, I, that's a great I idea. I have no idea what I. I guess I would say maybe Fargo. Would no, be like a really the great, series. Yeah, yeah, kind of like um, I just finished season three. Yeah, oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. It's hard to measure up the season two, in my opinion, but they're all great. Yeah. Um, but like maybe kind of like a not quite David Cagey, like Detroit Become Human. I see that. I can see thing. that. Mm. But yeah. like maybe verging on that. Like what's that? Um, real dialogue, real story heavy. Obviously. Yeah, but it's also yeah. got some action elements. Yeah. Like uh oh uh, like that va- vampire game that Don't Nod made. Uh, I think it's just called Vampire with the one with the Y. Maybe it is pronounced Vampire, right. but or the Sinking City, where it's like very like, it's an RPG, but you know, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, and the sp- Speaking of Fargo, they had to delay season four, and it looked so cool. And they had like eight out of the ten episodes done uh, before the. Anyway, all right. Um, uh, this is a good. This is a good question from Ben Ing. Ben Ingham, what games did you love as a kid that looking back were probably pretty awful? South Park's Chef's Love Shack for me always holds a special place in my heart since it was the first game that me and my sister played together. Oh, that's sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. That is sweet. Hmm. 
probably I have a few of those. Tack two. It's the hmm. Staff of Dreams. Or would I, I always get the No, yeah, Power of Juju is the Power first one. Power of Juju. Tack two. Yeah. I mean like I like loved how like goofy it was and like the platforming and like the fun characters and like I'm sure if I looked at it now it would just be like the timing and the dialogue and the writing and the playing right, and right. the camera controls would probably <laughs> make me bash my yeah. head against a wall. Yeah, there's quite a few of those. I mean, that's that's a hard question because there's a ton of them. Um, huh. I'd say probably. I mean, there's definitely a lot. Obviously, from like the PS1 era, then 64 era, uh, and a lot of it's just primarily for the sake of controls. Like they don't control like they should, or at least like how we're used to. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you know, there's games like, obviously, GoldenEye will always be a classic. But it, you know, compared to how you play FPS games now, playing a game like GoldenEye just doesn't feel the same. Um, but I mean, still, no. still play. Regardless. I mean, Patrick talks about that a lot. That it, until a certain point, controls were just bad. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) like they just weren't good. So like up until a certain year when they like figured out how to control a camera, it's not really great to go back to those games because it's so frustrating. Yeah, no, totally. I I don't even I don't even know what which ones. I I, God, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I've definitely been a fan of like bad games or games that you just played a lot of that weren't. Yeah, looking back, we're just... God. Oh, there was this game, Solomon's Key, for the Nintendo. Oh, my God, it was so terrible. But it was just... It was like you you were a little wizard, and you had to make blocks to jump on. And you had... It was a puzzle, so every floor was a... You had to get out of. But every enemy in there could one-shot kill you. (laughs) Uh, So it was brutally difficult. And you could kind of... You could kind of jump, and you could kind of... But it was just... It was very arcadey, and I feel like so many of those games are just intentionally so hard just to keep you playing. Yeah. So that's that's the one that always comes to mind. Actually, there's probably a whole... Probably most of the Flash games I played would be yeah. if I played them <laughs> right, now, right, unbearable. Right, right, I mean, right, there were some right. that were really fun and had really great style, but even still were very frustrating, like uh, Fancy Pants Adventure. Like, mm. really wonderful music and art, but like, <laughs> sometimes it's like, I don't know how to navigate this <laughs> or what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Honestly, I think even like some games back in like the PS2 era are also mm. probably not so great. Not so great in terms of uh, just. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's just because like our eyes adjusted to it, or if it's like what we're playing it on. Like, I have a I have like an old CRT TV in my office, and like I got it specifically because when I tried playing my N64 on my big TV out in the living room, it just looked like shit. So when I hooked it up here, it actually looks decent. Uh, and it looks how I remember it. So maybe it's just how our eyes get used to the, you know, what it's being played on. I don't know. You need that tube. Well, and yeah. also I just think whatever the latest is, that becomes the new normal. Like, you know, you get a new console or something, you get kind of the latest and greatest, and you're like, this is amazing. And then 10 minutes later, you're just, you've adjusted, and you're like, yeah. This is this is what the new normal this is, is now, right? Like. Yeah, this is what a video game looks. Like. So I think it's <laughs> one part that, and I think it's another part just quality of life improvements, like over the years, like for any games, for shooters, for RPGs that I think we collectively have learned to make, <laughs> or, or the yeah. develop the developers have learned to make, and so I think that helps too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do have an official answer: Super Mario Kart. 
Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. That game, yep. if you play mm-hmm. it now, it's like looking at a pile of yeah, vomit. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm trying to play it, but it just, it's so hard to control. It's so hard to look at. Um, but as a kid, those I love backgrounds it. are so, or the, the, mm-hmm. the 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 tracks are so like sparkly and weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, now when I do play, I only play it just to listen to the soundtrack and nothing else. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think we've got time for one more. Um, if you were Jar Jardazard writes, if you were an NPC and you were killed, what loot would you drop? Oh, I've seen this one going around. Yeah. Oh, he's he's piggybacking off a of popular. Yeah, it's kind of a meme that's been going around. Oh, okay. It's a good one. I would, hmm, I would drop floss. Floss? Yeah, yeah. I carry floss with me everywhere because I have a gap in my teeth. Mm. Oh, so you have Food to. Yeah, it's a there. constant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's even more constant. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, there's phones, wallets, and, and keys. That's the standard stuff. But floss... Always got there, and it would definitely Always. appear as like a spool, kind of like the spider web in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. You could use it to make like a bow and arrow. All oh, you have there to you do go. Is murder me. <laughs> yeah. I would. I, I think I would be one of those who dropped some sort of weapon that looked great, but then it's like once you equipped it, it was cursed, and you couldn't take it off uh-huh. until uh. you had to go to some sort of religious figure to get it removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Father, um, forgive I'd me. Probably, I picked up this cool sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably drop like uh, some tokens, maybe some doubloons. Oh, that'd be good. Maybe like uh, some really weak armor, and probably like I don't know, some sort of health pickup, like an ammo. That, that's too much of a serious answer. I should probably answer something funny. <laughs> I drop, <laughs> drop, some, like, I, I drop some... a dildo, uh, a dildo, good. and some fucking a vial of piss. That's what I drop, good, and yeah. a gun. <laughs> I drop a fire track. <laughs> I would drop <laughs> the timeline. Yeah. I would drop some sort of like lore record, some sort of like sheet of lore that's like collectible, but mine mm. would just say like three out of eight. And it's the only one of its, but there's only one, and I want them to waste so many hours looking for those other you're, seven. You're like the yeah. NPC equivalent of putting three pigs numbered one, two, and four into a high right. school. Right. <laughs> Where's number three? Uh, um, all right. Well, I think that is going to do it for Sin News. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. Bye.